Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hi, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Blessed with Vicarious Radio. Tonight is Thursday, December the 27th, 2018. The time is 9.35 p.m. We are in the Apple Valley Studio tonight. We're critically acclaimed bishop, founder, and overseer of the Greater All Nations Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we're with the Honorable Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. OMG, tonight is our last Thursday Bible study of 2018. Tonight is the last night we'll be doing our Bible study for 2018. And then the next time you hear us on this air will be 2019. Can you believe it? It will be January 2nd, 2019. The next time we're on this air after tonight. I am so eternally grateful and blessed because without God, we are nothing. With God, we are everything, and all things are possible for those who believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you something. This is amazing. It is so beautiful when you can talk to somebody who will never, ever fail you. He will never let you down. He will keep uplifting you. He gave you the opportunity to have a right to his awesome sheer life. He gave his only begotten son, and who shall never believe in him shall not perish. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you won't perish, but you will have that everlasting life. And guess what God has? He has agape love for you and for me. Somebody like little old me, if God can love me even just a little bit, shouldn't I give him love as well? Shouldn't I love my fellow, my fellow brethren, my fellow sister in Christ? Yes, we should. And this is what the radio show is all about. We're here to teach you something, allow you to be spiritually fed, keep you on your toes, and make sure that you understand that God's unmerited favor, his unmerited opportunities are here for you. These lessons that you're learning, or um, when I say you're learning, they are amazing. So get out your Bibles, and let's learn. Let's learn. It's awesome that we have an opportunity to learn. Let us learn. This is amazing, you know? And Dr. Moore will teach the Word of God. And he will let you know what thus saith the Lord. This is so awesome. Absolutely awesome. We ought to be grateful that we have in this dispensation of time an opportunity to learn. Because as it stands, there are people in other countries that can't learn anything. They don't even know about Jesus. But we in America, we know about Jesus. And if we give him our time and our effort and our praise, you know what, ladies and gentlemen of Radio Land? He is going to give it all back to When he wakes you up in the morning, he blew breath into your body. That's his time and energy. Somebody did not wake up today. But if you did, tell the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Tell him, Lord, I thank you for my wake up this morning. Because he did not have to do it, but yet he did it again. And I can tell the Lord, thank you, Jesus, just for waking me up. And if you do nothing else for me again, Lord, you have done absolutely enough for me. Lord, I can say, Lord, I thank you and I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, our teacher of the hour, the honorable, incomparable, Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. God bless everybody.
God bless you in your land tonight. Amen. Thank you, Kitasha, for bringing us on another night in uh, this for the end of this year. Praise the Lord. We, you have done a splendid job all through the year, and we praise God for you. God bless each of you tonight in Radio Land tonight. We are going to bring you food for a thought tonight. Amen. Something that if God delayed is coming, will carry in, in, you into another year. We are so grateful, amen, for all of those that have participated with us in this year. And we hope to do a greater work if the Lord delay is coming on next year. So we're going into the word of God tonight. And we are going to come from St. John chapter 17 and verse 11. And Romans 12, 5 through 10. First John 2, 7 through 10. St. John 17 and 11 reads and says, And now I am no more in the world. But these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep those thine own names, those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one. Romans 5, Romans 12, 5 through 10 says, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one member, one of another, having then gifts different according to the grace that is given to us. Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. A ministry, let us wait on our ministry. Our teaching, he that teaches on teaching. Our he that exalts, our exaltation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that rules with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dismutilation, a horror of that which is evil, and cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affection, one to be kindly affected, one to another, with brotherly love. In honoring, preferring one another. First John 2, 7 through 10. Brothers, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment, which you have heard from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard 
from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you. Which thing is true to him and in you. Because the darkness is past and the true light now shines. He that says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness. Even until now, he that loveth his brother abideth in light. And there is no occasion of stumbling in him. The Lord is talking to us tonight. And he's talking to us about loving our brothers. Brotherly love right here on earth. We often talk about how much we love the Lord. But we're going to find out through these scriptures tonight in order to show the love of the Lord, we must love our brothers. We've been having a problem with that. Jesus said in St. John the 17th chapter, he said, now I am no more in the world. He was getting ready to leave this earth. For these are in the world, talking about his disciples. And I will come to thee, Holy Father, keep thou all name whom thou hast given me that they may be one as we are one. The Lord had 12 disciples at this time, and he was trying to bring unity to the body of Jesus Christ. The Lord seen where it was necessary for unity to be among the body of Jesus Christ. And it says, Father, make them one. There was some togetherness. There was some prayer. There was some suffering had to be done in order to make humanity one. Because we are some very selfish people. We want to present ourselves, but we don't want to present everybody else along with us. But Jesus said, Father, make them one as we are one. Because I'm I'm leaving here. I'm not going to be of this world anymore. But my disciples, they are still down here on earth. And let them be able, as Christians, are one in Christ. As Christians are one in Christ, so is the deity of Christ. Christ prayed for unity 
as this year go out, we pray, amen, this see another year. I'm also praying for unity in the body of Jesus Christ among the saints of God. Christians support one another. The Lord is looking for Christians to be able is to help one another. If we're going to build the kingdom of Jesus Christ, we must do it as brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. But you cannot do it without the love of Jesus Christ. Love is our first priority that we got to give to Jesus because that's what Jesus come and gave to us was his love. The building gift. Jesus talked of love. Jesus expressed the love of all. What love is to God? Brothering, love is to the church of Jesus Christ. That's what love is to God. Love is a manifestation of God's character and nature. We can't do nothing without the love of Jesus. And Jesus was letting his disciples know, I'm going to leave you, but I want you to continue this love that I brought and I showed you. I want you to carry this love on. The revealing of the character of the church is through love, brotherly love. As this year go out from under, let us make sure that we have brotherly love one for another. Out of all these years that we've been worshiping the Lord and giving glory to his name, some of us have not yet found that genuine love for the brethren. He began to say, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. I want amen. By what? By your love that you show one towards another, you're going to show all men that you are my disciples. Disciples of Christ are known in this world through their love one towards another. St. John 13 and 35. We must project the same love, amen, that Jesus did when he walked on the earth, amen. We must show that kind of love in the midst of a crooked and a defiled generation, we must show the love of Jesus to every mankind, regardless of your race, your creed, or your color. We must show the love of Jesus Christ. 
And by showing this love, we are united together. We are united. We come in to be stronger in the body of Jesus Christ than ever before. God is only known through love. God is only known through love. God is not the author of confusion, but God is the author of peace. God is only known through love. If you don't have the love of Jesus Christ in you, you can't show the manifestation. You can't show his character. You can't show his nature, amen, if you don't have his love. Searching intelligently or spiritually to find God is fueled. But for his love, God is love, and his love was manifested in Christ. God's love was not talked about. God's love stepped out in action and showed us what love was. It was manifested in Christ. That love that God said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That love manifests itself on Calvary. That love hung, bled, and died on Calvary for your sins and mine. But Jesus wants to show this love among the brethren. There are several facts about Christ and his church which should show us how God's love is greater to the is is given to the world through his people. Amen. God's love gonna have to be shown through his people. We are the body of Jesus Christ. There are many, many members of the body, but it is one body. And God's love is going to have to be demonstrated through his people. Is the world going to see the love of Jesus Christ? It must be done through the body of Jesus Christ. We can't go and set as we are an island somewhere by ourselves and enclose ourselves all from the rest of the world, we are a man. We are the light of the world. Christians, we are the light of the world. And we must show the love of Jesus Christ. God must show the world, the love of Jesus Christ through his peoples. Christ was the light, the life, and the light of men. When Jesus Christ was on earth, he was the light, L-I-F-E, and the light of men. God was in Christ. Capital G-O-D, God was in Christ. God is love, so love was in Christ. 
God is love, so love was in Christ. Christ, the anointed part of God. Christ is in the believer. You have to have the anointed spirit of Jesus Christ living within you. So Christ's love is in the believer. You ought to have the same kind of love that Jesus had to come and die for a a world that was not fit for him to really come to die for. But he's seen enough in that world and said, I got enough love to die for them. Even I know they're going to hate me. I know they're going to reject me. I know they're going to spit up on me. I know they're going to ridicule me. I'm going to die for because I love them. The believer is in the world. So the church shows God's love to the world. Yes, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. I'm talking about real, true, genuine believers that have dedicated themselves to the master's youth. We are in the world, but we don't do the same thing that the world does. Now, if you've done the same thing the world does, that means you are of the world. Ever who you yield your members to, that's who you want to serve, whether it's unto righteousness or unto righteousness. As long as Christ was in the world, he was the light of the world. Look at the responsibility that the Lord has given us. Amen. As long as Jesus was in, uh, amen, Christ was in the world, he was the light of the world. Beloved brothers and sisters, remember, amen, we must be the light of the world. Our life ought to be able, amen, is to change somebody's way of living because they ought to see a light in you. From far off, mankind ought to see a light in you. The light of the church is the love of God shining forth. Amen. The light of the church is the love of God. Jesus said, let your light shine. He didn't say, make it shine, but let it shine among mankind that they may see. The good works the Lord has done through you and turned to glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Let's not be too holy, amen, that, amen, we are above everything else, that we can't let our light shine in this world. Believe, believe us to believe. It will call the world to see God in action. And thereby, Draw all men unto him. If the believers that will believe, they will see, amen, God's love in action. If we can show the love of Jesus, mankind will see God's love in action. 
We must show the love of Jesus and be latter-day brotherly love, brotherly love. I'm talking to the brothers now. Jesus has gone, amen. And he's amen in the glory. But he left us down here for an example. We must show the love of Jesus Christ to this dying and sinful world. Brother Love identifies the true church of Jesus Christ. Real brotherly love. I'm not talking about amen, getting together, fellowship, and amen, act like you love your brothers, amen, and when you get from behind them, amen, it's a different story. I'm talking about real brotherly love. It identifies the true church of Jesus Christ. The expression, mutual affection of brother love, bound not only the body of believers together, but also Christ, the head of that body. He is none other than Jesus Christ. Jesus is the head of the church. Christians are to love one another by both commandment and example of Jesus Christ. Do we love one another tonight? 2018, amen, is about to pass. Do we love one another as brothers and sisters tonight? Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ has also loved us and has gave himself for an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior, Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. Amen. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Humble yourself. Let the Lord talk to you. Let the Lord humble your spirit. Jesus said, Behold, I come in the volume of the book to do thy will, O Lord. He humbled himself, and he was God Almighty. While blessing may be misled, doctrine misunderstood, and spiritual gift misused. Brother love is never a deception. It's never misled or never misunderstood. Brother in love is pure. Brother in love, amen, in the church, it unifies the body of Christ. It brings us together. Brother in love. It gives meaning to the blessing, doctrine, amen, and spiritual gift, amen, that is in the word of God, brother in love. Do you love one another tonight? I have learned, amen, that you can't love Jesus Christ and hate your brother. I don't care how long you've been preaching and I don't care how long you've been prophesying, if you, amen, 
say that you are a child of God and you hate your brother, you don't love Jesus. Let me repeat that again. God so loved what the world, not some people, not some ethnic group, but every ethnic group, amen, that was up on the face of the earth, Jesus Christ died for them and gave them the same right. We all come to repentance. Christians are one in Christ. I wish we could tighten that line up like never before, amen. Quit seeing denominations and think about who you really are in Christ Jesus. Christians are one in Christ. The Lord is not coming back at a denomination, but he's coming back at, amen, believers, amen, that, that believe the same thing and believe have the same mind and then a one accord. That's what the Lord is coming back at. Love is it's a unified force. Oh, when you can get love to stick together, you got a force together. It brings together a man and a woman to share their lives together in marriage. That's what love does, amen. It brings a man and a woman to share their lives together in holy matrimony. Love, it bounds Christ to the church and reconciles creation with creator. Love makes the member of Christ's body one and display that unity of oneness for all to see. All we, amen, believers, we ought to be one in Christ Jesus. I cannot say that it does not need the arms. Neither can the hand say, I don't need the feet. Because they're all on one body. God got use for every limb that's on that body. Because it's part of that body. There are many members but one body. In Christ Jesus, God wants us to be, amen, perfect. Amen. The deity of Christ displays a perfect portrayal of unity in oneness. Oneness. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Just one. Not as one, but one. The deity of Christ. Jesus Christ is God incarnated. He and the Father are one. Not T-W-O, not two in one, but O-N-E, one. He and God are one. One in the same. He that has seen me, Jesus says, has seen the Father. St. John 14 and 9 says, I am, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. He continued in verse 10. 
Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Believe it. Or else believe me for the very worst thing. Believe me for what you see me done. Believe me for the miracle that you, you see me performing. If you don't believe that the, I am in the Father and the Father is in me, believe me for my work's sake. St. John 14 and 11. His words were, his words were the word of God. When he spoke, you heard God speak. And his work was the work of God. When you saw Jesus working, that was the work of God. Except he were God. He could have neither said nor done the things he did. In him were all things fulfilled of the Godhead bodily. Colossians 2 and 9. In him were all things fulfilled of the Godhead bodily. The fullness of Jesus Christ, the fullness of God was in Jesus Christ. Through the incarnation, God became flesh for the purpose of reconciling the world to himself. He became flesh, amen, in order to bring the world back unto himself. And when I speak of the world, I'm talking about the people in the world. They had lost their way. They began to kill all the prophets. Clean on up the amen to Jesus Christ. To wit, that God was in Christ. He reconciled the world unto himself. He brought it back, not imputing their transgression unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. The Lord brought us back with a price. Remember, Christian. You are in the world, but you're not of the world. The Bible tells us if any man is in the world, we don't do the things of this world. You are in it, but you're not of it. The mystery all the incarnation was not that of the work of Christ, but that of his person. God manifests himself in human flesh to save his people from their sin. Matthew 1, 21. God manifests, made known himself to human flesh. God is a spirit. God made himself some flesh. Put on a body. Come down and die for you and I.
his people from their sin. The Son came into the world, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. St. John 3 and 16, the Son came into the world. Isaiah says, a child is given. A son, a, son, a son came into this world to die for your sins and for my sins. God's work of reconciliation was possible only through the incarnation, through the dual nature of Christ Jesus, through the oneness of his deity. And humanity, we are saved. Oh, through the divineness of the Lord, amen. And because he, amen, put on flesh and come, amen, and die for our sin, we are saved. That is, if we continue to obey him. While the deity of Christ provided the opportunity and power of redemption. His humanity, his humanity paid the price for mankind's sin. It paid the price. Father, make us one tonight as you are, you are one. One mind, one accord, one soul, one body. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sin. Wherefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body has thou prepared me. Jesus, amen, come down in a body. Through 42 generations, he came down in a body. And burnt offerings and sacrifice for sin, thou has no pleasure. Hebrew 10, 4 and 6, God got tired of killing, allowed the animal to be killed as a sacrifice. Those four animals could not roll away any of mankind's sin. It took the Lamb of God. John said, Behold the Lamb of God. Come to take away the sins of the world. Jesus came and died for you. He was incarnated as the Son of God, but he was God in divine. Oh, hallelujah. Through the unity of God in the incarnation, his redemption plan was fulfilled exactly as he conceived it. In the beginning, see Second Timothy one and nine, one nineteen and twenty, Revelation thirteen and eight. Mankind was reconciled unto God, and the relationship between God and mankind was restored. 
God wanted his children is to have a relationship with him. Men and women of God, pass that relationship on down to your children and put it into their spirit that they can pass it on down to their children until the day that the Lord comes. We must have a relationship with the Lord. Help the men of God and the women of God that stand for the word of God. Spread the word of God everywhere. We are a family in Christ Jesus. Christ prayed for unity. I said, Christ, Christ prayed, the anointed one, he prayed for unity. Christ prayed, prayer was for two purposes. First, he prayed for himself because of his dual nature. The humanity of Christ needed spiritual power. The human part of Jesus needed spiritual power. Not the divine part, but that human part of Jesus needed spiritual power. Now, if Christ prayed for himself, and Christ needed some spiritual help while he was here, what about you and I? Oh, brothers and sisters, we must pray for one another like never before. Don't let your brother and sister down. They may not be where you think that they are, but pray for them anyway. They may not be have the spiritual, same spiritual level that you may be on, but pray for them. Secondly, he prayed. His prayer are an example and to for the benefit of those who heard him as he did in the resurrection of Lazarus. He says, And I know that thou hearest me always. When he got ready to pray, he, he had assurance. He knew, amen, that the Father heard him. I wish I can get that kind of insurance, amen. Without any kind of revelation of doubt in my spirit, I know that you hear me. But because of the people which stood by, I said it, that they might believe that thou hast sent me. It, it wasn't because of him, Mr. but he said it because other people. We got to stand together for the people thinking if we want the people to, to change, if we want the people to be risen from their spiritually grave, amen, the believers of God must stand together like never before. Call Lazarus spiritually out of the grave, amen. Lazarus, amen, is spiritually still in the grave. In Matthew, Jesus gave the principles of a personal prayer along with the model for our praying in Matthew 6, 
1 through 13. In his garden of praying, in John 17, Jesus led in the example of prayer and supplication. By his example of praying, became the pattern of the believer who wait in the upper room on the day of Pentecost. He come, amen, in, in this model, amen, you wait when you're praying. Don't, don't, don't rush prayer. Wait till you get anointed. Wait till you feel the supernatural power of Jesus ministering in your mind. Wait. Don't be repetitiously just going down and saying some words over and over again. Stay there. Wait. And let us communicate with you. The God and prayer of Christ contained two basic parts. First, Jesus rehearses the will of the Father concerning his life upon earth and accomplished of that work. Secondly, Jesus entered into supplication with deep concern for the disciples. Their preservedness and their unity. Jesus went deep in prayer. Father, make them one as we are one. Keep them. Are you praying for your brothers? And your sisters, amen, that is in this world. Maybe you are not going through it or facing what they are facing, but are you praying that the Lord will carry them through? I mean, with deep and sincerely concerned, are you praying for them? Well, if you're not, start praying for them. We are the body of Jesus Christ. Make us one. Don't make us separated. Let us all be on the same wall. Until some battle in Tobias, we are not coming down. He concluded praying by requesting that the love of God would continue with the disciples. In St. John 24 through 26 that the love of God would continue be with the disciples. Don't let the love of Jesus Christ, don't let it not be in your life. If you are a disciple, if you are a follower of Jesus, don't let the love of Jesus wax cold in your life. The love of God was apparently in the prayer focus in Christ's attention on the will and work of the Father and the will being of the disciples. The disciples were to carry on his work, and it was vital important that they be able to do so successfully. God's love was the key to that success. Oh, we got to have the love of Jesus Christ. I don't care what you do, how many funds raising you can raise. If you don't have the love of Jesus, it means nothing. Jesus prayed. 
Jesus consecrated. Amen. And we must stir up our proud uh, uh, life. Let us be, amen, devoted to the Lord, amen. Many of you, amen, when you were young and in Christ, you were excited about that thrill and that feeling. You could get out and you could communicate with Jesus. But now, amen, you don't left. It's not left yet. Let's go back. Jesus prayed for the disciples. His prayer included the following, that the Father would keep them. Keep them, Lord. If Jesus don't keep them, we can't be kept. That they may be one. Oh, that they may be one, that they may have unity right here on earth, that they may be one as he and his Father were one. And that they may have joy, that unspeakable joy, and to sanctify them through the truth. Make sure that they know the truth and they all spoke the truth. Sanctify them through the truth. For the unity of all converts, all the converts, bring them into the unity in the body of Jesus Christ. that they behold Christ's glory, that they have the Father's love. Jesus prayed for this, for his disciples. And that prayer is still ravishing in the earth today. Amen. Jesus wants us to be one as he and his Father are one. Jesus loved the disciples as the Father has loved him in his humanity, unified them unto one, having this love one to another. What Jesus' last request for his disciples is love ye one another as I have loved you. Can you hear those words echoing right now in the spirit? Do we love one another in the body of Jesus Christ? They has to experience that love in order to do the work of the kingdom of God. You're going to have to have the love of Jesus Christ. Now, you may not agree with everything everybody do, but it should not stop you from having love for them. Love covers a multitude of faults. Love works no ill. I'm talking about brother in love tonight. Love our brother has a perfect example in the father's love for the son. The church is one in Christ as the father and the son was one. That is united in will and purpose. Christ is the perfect Adam in the deity in prayer and in practice. Love ye one another tonight. As this program go off and out tonight, my brothers and sisters, I encourage you is to love one another like never before. The world is not fit to get it any better, but we are the light of the world. 
We are the city that sits on the hill, and we can't be here. Let your light shine in 2019 like never before. This is Dr. Moore and his staff, amen, saying God richly bless you, amen, and thank you for listening to us once more, amen. 2000 is about to leave us. Oh, keep your hands in Jesus' hands. God bless you into the hands of my announcer. That was awesome coming from Dr. Moore, the last message of 2018 on the radio broadcast. We will see you next year on the 2nd of January 2019. We love you. We love you so much. We say God bless and thank you for an amazing year together. We appreciate you all. Good night and God bless. Everybody, it's been an amazing year. And I'm so excited. Oh, by the way, if you are in the L.A. area, real quick, on Monday night at 9.30 p.m. until after midnight, we will have Rockin' New Year's Eve. We will be ringing in with the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ until New Year's hit. So if you go to church on Monday, we'll see you there. Good night and God bless. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.